0: Welcome to The Gift of Choice, hosted by entrepreneurial coach and holistic nurse practitioner, Bonnie Gressel. Bonnie and her guest offer information and motivation each week to help you live your dream and attain the health, happiness, and abundance you deserve. Now, here's the host of The Gift of Choice, Bonnie Gressel.
1: Well, Welcome, everyone. This is Bonnie Gressel, your host here at The Gift of Choice. Now, if this is your first time listening, welcome, everyone. And if you've tuned in before, welcome back. I want to tell you how much I appreciate all of you taking time out of your busy day to spend time with us here at the show. You know, time is such a precious asset that we all have, so I truly do value that. Now, today, my guest is Dr. Ashley Greer. I'm so excited to have her here. Now, in past episodes, when the shows were longer, I used to take a moment or two to just help us to all come down and do a little breathing meditation, just focusing on our breath and letting all that other stuff go. But you know what? I know that you can do that on your own. So I just want to remind you to take time today to stop, to just take that pause and breathe. For just a moment or two, there's nothing else that you need to do except breathe. So paying attention to your breath, letting go all that other stuff. You know, sometimes I think we need permission or a reminder to do that. So consider it done. I've given you permission and I'm asking you to do that today. In fact, do that as much as you can because that's so good for us. Now, I always I want to remind you that the Gift of Choice show is educational, inspirational, and motivational in nature, but I want you to take what fits for you and simply let go of the rest. The Gift of Choice show does not intend or imply to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment either. I always want to remind all of us before every show of that little piece. If you need to take care of yourself, please do. So let me introduce our guest for today. Dr. Ashley Greer has her Ph.D. in psychology, and she left life what kind of looked good on paper. You know, she worked as a practicing psychologist. She was engaged. She had a nice house in a town that she lived in. But she left all of that to pursue the path less traveled. And she's discovered absolute gratitude, joy, and passion in doing so. She's a life coach who helps people become more confident in who they are. To stop living by made-up arbitrary rules, breaking free of that status quo, stopping all the shoulds and self-criticism and self-doubt, that keeps women from reaching the life of their dreams. She specializes in helping highly educated women to live more of a meaningful lives and to stop being afraid to be in their own bold, bold bodacious self. You can find out more about Ashley on Ashley on her website, which is simply her name, ashleygreer.com. And I'm going to put that at the bottom of the show page as well, so you can just click on it and get there. And then before we let Ashley go today, we'll find out what the best way is to connect with her. So, Ashley, welcome so much to the show. I am so excited to have you here today. Thank you so much, Bonnie. I'm so happy to be here. You know, I read a little bit about people in their bio, obviously, but there's always more to the story, right? So would you share with our audience a little bit more about your journey and what brings you to the person that you've become today?
0: Absolutely. My pleasure. So I was basically, you know, this is just a few years ago that this all went down. that This all changed. Everything changed for me. So basically, I was just walking through life like a zombie. I was just terribly unhappy, terribly unfulfilled. I was just really irritable frustrated and angry at people all the time I would find that people would annoy me just by doing the normal things that people do you know like when people are long-winded at meetings and things like that I'd be like Ugh, ugh what's wrong with these people <laughs> and then you know I would get my I would find myself getting really worked up in traffic It just like I just felt like all this tension in my body almost all the time and it ended up manifesting in a lot of different funky ways like I was actually getting ill a lot I I think I was ill with like four or five different illnesses, probably 10 different times in a year and a half, you know, for oh, wow. two years. Yeah, like a sinus infection after sinus infection, a sinus infection, and ear infections, and I got walking pneumonia, and I had, like, my knee went out, and just all this crazy stuff that it was like, what is happening to my body? And it really helped me start to tune in, and that, and, you know, just being crabby all the time helped me start to pay attention. <laughs> To the fact that something was wrong with my life. And that's when I really just started to tune in. And I remember, I mean, recently I started to go back and look at some of my old journals from that time. And I I saw that I, for the longest time, I was blaming myself. I was saying, something's wrong with my life. Something must be wrong with me. Mm. Something must be wrong with me because otherwise, you know, everything else should be perfect. Because my life, like I said, like you said in the intro, my life looked good on paper, so everything should, quote, unquote, have been perfect. You know, I had a good job. I had a nice enough fiancé. Fiance, he was a nice man. Um, we had a home together. We had a couple dogs. I mean, it was a lovely life, but it was a lovely life for somebody else. Mm. And that's what I really discovered. And so I ended up quitting my job as a psychologist. Um you know which is like unheard of in psychology you know you get your yeah. you, go, you go to get your phd for 6 years and then you're like nope i'm not going to do that i mean granted it is i can't tell you how helpful it is in my current work as a life coach in helping people really amplify their lives but um more than that once i started quitting once i quit my job as a psychologist um i then ended up quitting my relationship cuz i started to realize as soon as i started to stand up for the things that i really wanted in my life other things started to fall to the side I, I think of it sort of like an onion you know like a layer after layer kept peeling out of the uh, you know off the in, outside of me or like breaking free of a cocoon you know what i mean i had to break free of each layer of this thing that was keeping me shelled in and caged in and imprisoned before i was able to really break free and break into the woman that i am today
1: Yeah. How, what age were you when all this, when this transformation happened? Oh,
0: I was about 35.
1: (laughs) So that's a lot of years, you know, unpeeling those years of your life prior to that time. Absolutely.
0: I mean, and to be honest with you, there was a lot of baggage from my past that was a part of the layers that were getting unpeeled, you know, dysfunctional Mm -hmm. family, bullying, all that, you know, very, feeling very uh, like insecure in my physicality and my body and I realized that none of it mattered, mm-hmm. that all of that stuff, yeah, it mattered that it happened, but it didn't matter because it wasn't making me make the choices I was making today.
1: Yeah. I was, Well, and, you know, yeah. and everybody's got that, everybody's got stuff, mm-hmm. right? Everybody's got stuff. Exactly. So coming, you know, so giving that let up, tell us more about, I mean, what happened? I mean, you, you just like left left everything and then and
0: then then where'd you go I actually moved um I was in a very small town in Texas at the time when you know all of this happened where I went to graduate school it was Lubbock Texas it was like 200,000 people I'd never lived in a place so small it was nice Mm -hmm. enough but it was not for me um it was very um conservative and I'm kind of more of a uh, a liberal wild child, if, if, if you will. <laughs> um, and I actually ended up moving six hours away to Austin, Texas, which is a totally different flavor to it, totally different feeling to it. And I felt almost immediately at home. You know, I felt. I, I rem- I still remember, like, such silly little things. I still remember that first moment moving into my new apartment and that first night and I ordered a pizza and it had exactly what I wanted on it because my ex didn't like, like mm-hmm. vegetables, like, he didn't like oh. weird basic things like vegetables. You, you know what I mean?
1: Oh yeah. I don't think I can stay married to somebody who doesn't
0: eat vegetables. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and so it was like one of those things that I was just like, oh, do you mean I get to make choices that? that feed me and nourish me. Oh, my God, this is so exciting. It was just, it was outstanding. And so I moved to Austin, became, I actually, um, before I became a coach, I actually was working as a writer for a while. I was actually the director of uh, two different coaching academies for a while, two different, very well-known coaching academies for a while. And I, working with other coaches made me realize that this is, that was my role. That was my path in life, that I was meant to be a coach and I was meant to work with people one-on-one to really help them. I don't know, make their life feel like it's worth living and make their life feel alive and just like on fire with passion and joy and energy and everything else. And so, you know, I lived in Austin for a long time and just really enjoyed that path. And I actually met my my current partner in Austin and he's the exact opposite of what I used to have.
1: He likes special. Yes, ones, right? he loves.
0: <laughs> he surfs, and I never in my life imagined I'd meet a, a guy who surfs, so I could learn to surf someday. I remember um, six months before I met him, I, I made a list of all the things I wanted in a partner, and after I met him, I went back and reviewed it, and I was I was just blown away. Everything on the list was fulfilled. Yeah, it was.
1: A- oh, that's great. Yeah, and and you know that's how that's how it happens. People don't believe that, but I, I had a similar situation between my. Previous, my first husband and my second husband, and it's like everything, it's like everything that I'd ever dreamed of. Mm-hmm. But people don't believe that can happen, but it can, <laughs> and it
0: does for people. Well, exactly, because we get sort of like into this routine of feeling like um we don't deserve these beautiful things in our life. Mm-hmm. Like we're unworthy of them because we've had crappy things for so long that we won't be able to kind of loosen up those constraints and get these beautiful things, you know? Yeah. And because We don't believe in our own worthiness. We don't walk in through life in a worthy way. Do you know what I mean? Because I think you really teach other people how to treat us by the way we treat ourselves.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: And so when we're treating ourselves like crap, we're going to attract people who treat us like crap too. I mean, it's pretty harsh Mm -hmm. to say, but it's, it's the truth.
1: Yeah, it is the truth. That's that you know, that's a that law of attraction sort of thing. I mean, we get what we put out there.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen. We get back. Amen. But yeah. um, a really big piece of my work is really focusing on this whole idea of self-acceptance, and that's actually something that started back when I was a psychologist. I actually used to work a lot with um, folks with borderline personality disorder, um, mm-hmm. and I and I was a specialist in working with uh, DBT, dialectical behavior mm-hmm. therapy. And, um, in that therapy, I really learned a lot about the nature of self-acceptance and how it can help people change because so many people feel as though, um, change is supposed to come from a place of self-criticism and self-judgment because how am I supposed to change unless I pick at myself and tell myself everything Mm -hmm. I did wrong? Well, that's not true. I have this beautiful metaphor that I use with my clients. It's called the puppy metaphor, um, where if you imagine you have two different puppies, One puppy you immediately bond with and you click with and you're like, I really like this puppy. This puppy's pretty cool. Like this puppy, this puppy's kind of the best. And then you have another puppy that just for some reason gets on your nerves. You don't like the puppy. The puppy just, you know, you feel like the puppy just isn't, isn't worth as much as the first puppy. Which of those puppies do you think you're going to invest more time into training? Which one are you going to feed better food to? Which one are you going to take for longer walks? Which one are you going to nurture and develop a relationship with better? the one you already accept, the one you already bond with. And this is why it's so important to accept ourselves is because that's why we nurture ourselves is because we already think we're good enough. Not because, you know, well, I guess I'll nurture myself because I'm a piece of crap. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. we nurture ourselves because we think we're good enough because we accept ourselves just as we are. And the whole thing with dialectical behavior therapy is that when people feel as though they're bad, they don't feel as though it's worth investing and changing themselves because they feel as though it's a lost cause
1: right oh i love that metaphor the puppy metaphor I'm, i might have to use that <laughs> actually that that i love that you know we're going to take a, a short break here um ashley but when we come back i want to hear more about you know how you help people with the whole self-acceptance piece and and so many people deal with worthiness issues that whole self-worth piece is huge which you know lends itself to everything else like enough confidence and self-esteem and all those other things so when we come back from this break I would love to hear more about that and how you help people go from where they're at to living the life that they really do deserve so I'm Bonnie Gressel here at the Gift of Choice and I'm here with Dr. Ashley Greer and we're going to be right back Making a difference in the world is a noble goal, but one that's often easier said than done. Cultural catalyst and author John Logan works with individuals and organizations who have the desire to become leaders in life and business. John's professional speaking, training, and coaching services will help you develop the skills you need to affect positive change at work and in your community. Awaken your inspiration and begin your journey today. Contact John at motivationinnovation.com.
0: You're listening to The Gift of Choice with your host, Bonnie Gressel. The Gift of Choice is sponsored by M&B Global Solutions, providing individualized coaching for entrepreneurs and authors, as well as book editing and publishing services. For more information, go to m and Well, welcome back, everyone.
1: Welcome back to The Gift of Choice with your host, Bonnie Gressel, and I'm here today with Dr. Ashley Greer, and we're having a great discussion on self-acceptance and how that leads to other things. So, Ashley, tell us about how you help people, you know, sort of cultivate that self-acceptance so that they can move toward, you know, worthiness and confidence and self-esteem and all those other things that go with it.
0: Um. I guess, you know, I, I love working with people one-on-one. I, I also work with people in groups. I actually am just getting done um, with my first ever confidence challenge, which is basically a challenge to really help people step into their confidence. And I laid out basically all my best tools in this, in this confidence challenge. But I asked five different questions during this confidence challenge, and it really lays out the way that I work with my clients. The first one I asked is, are you ready for something new? Basically, are you ready to take, you know, to make a decision to do something different? Because ultimately, you can't wait for someone else to save your life and to change your life. You have to make the decision. The second question I ask is, who's responsible? Are you, are you ready to take responsibility for your life? Or are you going to suffer and kind of stagnate in self-blame? Because when we sort of sit there and say, well, because of all the stuff that happened to me when I was a kid, that's why I'm the way I am. We basically shut off options for change. We shut off options to do things differently. We shut off options to become um, the woman we want to be or the man we want to be, whatever it might be, to, to become the person we want to be, because we are basically saying that I'm not responsible for my behavior. If you're not responsible for your behavior, who is? That basically means that all of your power, you don't have any power. And when you don't have any power, how can you possibly change? When you recognize your power, then you can sort of own your role as a creator in your life. You can own your role as sort of a novelist that gets to write each page and that gets to rewrite the ending because the ending is not yet written, even though, you know, you might feel like it is. It's not. Mm-hmm. The third question I asked is what are you afraid of? What are the things that you're afraid of? What are the pieces of you that are mean, are mean to yourself, are judgmental, are, are you know, what pieces don't trust that you're going to be okay? How much do you care about what other people think? You know, it's time to stop caring about other pe- what other people think. You know, recognize that when we tie our self-worth to what others think, it's basically like tying our self-esteem to a yo-yo. You know, when they disapprove of what we're doing, our self-esteem goes down. And when they approve, our self-esteem goes up and mm-hmm. we have no control. We have no, you know, we're basically thrown into utter chaos and we are constantly stuck in a role where we're people pleasing where we're trying to make other people happy in order to feel good about ourselves instead of living a life that is authentic to ourselves to feel good about ourselves. And so letting go of what other people think is an essential and super important part of this. Um, The next question I ask is, did you live? Did you actually live your life? You know, did you participate in your life? Did you fully throw yourself into each and every moment? You know, were you mindful and fully present? you were living your life or were you always thinking about the next thing you had to do or were you always kind of running around like a chicken with your head cut off because there was, you know, you you signed up for too many things. You didn't know how to set boundaries. You didn't know how to say no. You know, it's making your yes a yes and your no a no so that you can stand up for the things you're passionate about rather than just rolling through life doing things for other people because you think you should. Mm -hmm. Another piece of um, asking yourself, did you live, is really finally just having fun in life, and nurturing yourself, you know, self-care, increasing all of the things that you do to feel good about yourself every day, even the small things. And one of my favorite is celebrating everything, celebrating every last moment, everything that goes right. Having a good hair day? Celebrate. You know, <laughs> your shoes match your lipstick? Celebrate. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be big. It's just important to celebrate everything because it raises our vibration. It really helps us stand in our power. It helps us feel good enough. And it helps us attract people who are, you know, on the same wavelength as us. And it just really cascades into all these positive feelings and into confidence and everything. And then the last piece is asking how you can make changes. I think that there's a – I have a five-step system of how you make changes. And it starts with um, becoming aware of the way that you attack yourself, the negative behaviors you have. You know, whether those are addictive behaviors like eating or watching television or or too much television or um,
1: gambling
0: or dating or whatever. You know, we all a lot a lot of people turn to things to fill the void. And it's about letting go of those things. But more than letting go, it's about just first becoming aware of them, becoming aware of perfectionism, self-judgment, comparisons, feeling like you're not good enough, all of that stuff. And the next piece is really discovering that there is, and this I think is the most powerful piece, is really discovering that there's a choice point, that there's a choice point between our feelings and our behaviors. That when we, everybody thinks, I think, that when we feel something that we immediately run right over to our behavior that the behavior is an immediate immediate result of our emotions but that's absolutely not true like we actually have a moment between when we feel the emotions and when we you know create the behavior or the thoughts or whatever that we can choose what's going to happen next and so then the next section is you need to like start debating with those thoughts that come up during that during that choice point you know all of the um the inner mean girl, mean mean guy, whatever in your head, you know, proving to yourself that you don't have to be perfect, Show, demonstrating to yourself that um, you're not a failure or whatever, just because you may have fallen down. And then the next thing is just really choosing something new, choosing a new behavior, choosing a new thought pattern, choosing a new um, way of being so that you're not trapped in this old way of behaving in these old sort of patterns. And, I mean, it sounds so simple, but, I mean, everything sounds simple, but it's not always easy, you know, (laughs)
1: Um,
0: because then the whole idea is you have to practice this until it becomes second nature. You know, I like to talk about the idea of jumping the rut in my work with my clients, you know, like the old wagon trails out west. You know, there used to be one trail with two deep wagon ruts, and if they wanted to go somewhere else, they would have to literally jump the rut of that wagon trail to, like, get their wagon out of that rut and Form a new path, and the same is true of our like neural pathways in our brain. Mm -hmm. Like when we're used to thinking negatively and we're used to feeling like crap about ourselves, we basically are in a like in a neural pathway rut. Like our Mm -hmm. neural pathways create shortcuts, but that's what our brain goes to as a shortcut. So we basically have to create, it sounds weird, but we have to create a new rut we have to create a new pattern in our brain so that our brain starts to shortcut to more positive ways of thinking instead of shortcutting to these negative ways. And so we have to just jump the rut and create a new path and then really make sure that path is well established. And that's why we have to practice.
1: Yeah, oh, you know, and it's and it's not weird that you use the analogy of a rut, because I say that with my with my clients, too, what? is make a new rut, you know, right? you don't know, get stuck in that rut. So I I think that's interesting that we both use a similar metaphor, but you're so absolutely true. Now, one of the things I was going to ask you is kind of we were talking about this today, Ashley, is it, it sounds like, and I believe that this is true, It it has to start with, self-acceptance because you can't people just can't jump to self-love or confidence or you know waking up in the morning being happy unless they first accept themselves
0: exactly for who
1: they are you know warts and all i mean everything
0: mm-hmm. exactly i mean research actually shows that um like um positive um positive affirmations can actually make people feel worse if they're not in the place where they actually love themselves yet well, sure. They yeah, don't just they don't Yeah, exactly. If you don't believe them, you feel like a fake. You feel like a fraud. Yeah. And so starting there could just feel terrible for people who haven't yet accepted themselves. But, yeah, you have to, like what I was talking about before the break, you really have to come from this place of self-acceptance. Mm-hmm. Because when we accept ourselves for exactly what we are, we're saying I'm good enough right now. We're basically saying I'm good enough in investing in change. I'm good enough in investing in the hard work. And the, you know what I mean? And the dedication it's going to take to become a better person. I'm good enough to do what it takes to make new choices. It's not saying like you're, you're extra special. You're, you love yourself. You're the best ever saying you're good enough. is basically just saying like you exist. Like, cause I Mm -hmm. fundamentally believe that everyone on the planet is good enough. Whether you're, you know, the president or you're the bum sitting on the corner, Mm -hmm. everybody has value at their core. And self-acceptance is basically the recognition of that, that everybody is good enough and everyone has value. And when you can come to that recognition, you no longer have to feel as though you have to earn it. And I think that's an important distinction is feeling as though you don't have to earn being special. You just are special because everybody's special.
1: Oh, absolutely. i Amen to that. You know, one last question I want to ask you before um, before we end today. I've been asking many of my guests this recently. What does the gift of choice mean
0: to you? Mm. The gift of choice is everything to me because I believe everything in our life is, is a choice. And so I believe that when we recognize that we have choices, we recognize that we can be whatever we want to be. Mm. And so the gift of choice is ultimately... The gift of freedom.
1: Oh, I like that. Mm. Yeah. No, Ashley. I know people are going to want more of you. They're going to want more of Ashley Greer. So, what's the best way to connect with you? I know that you have a free ebook on your website. Um, your website is your name, AshleyGreer.com, and I'll put that on the show page. But, but tell us more about you know how people can get more of Dr. Ashley Greer.
0: Absolutely. I am. I have a Facebook page. It's um, you know Facebook.com forward slash Grashable, which sounds weird, but it's just G R A S H A B L E. Um, And I'm also on Periscope, um, and I do regular Periscope broadcasts. And I think lately that's probably the best way to really connect with me because I get on there regularly. I've been trying to get on there just about every day and really share my knowledge and share what's going on with me and share what I'm thinking about and share what my clients have really been bringing to me lately that I think people can really learn from. Um, but I also do a weekly podcast as well that you can find a link to on my website under the listen tab. Um, and I'd love for you to check that out as well. So there's lots of different ways to connect with me and I offer lots of free value and, and I'll be starting another one of these um, confidence challenges up soon, and I'd love for you to sign up for that as well. And yeah, so that's there's lots of ways to connect with
1: <laughs> me. Awesome, awesome! I'm so glad that you're out there for people and to help people because it's such it's such a need. And I mean, we we're, you're never going to run out of clients because there's always somebody who needs to to feel better about themselves so that they truly can live the life that they deserve, you know? And so I'm so glad that you do what you do, Ashley. So I want to thank you for being on the show today and taking time out of your day. I know you're a busy person. So thank you so much for spending time with us here at the gift of choice.
0: Thank you so much for having me on the show, Bonnie. I think what you're doing here is just amazing and wonderful. I really think it's, it's outstanding what you share with the world and you are a true gift. Oh, well, thank you. (laughs) You've been listening to The Gift of Choice, hosted by Bonnie Gressel. The Gift of Choice has been brought to you by MNB Global Solutions, your source for individualized coaching for entrepreneurs and authors, along with book editing and publishing services. For more information, go to mnbglobalsolutions.com.